Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back to Strictly Hoop Talk. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty. Sorry, not Strictly Hoop Talk. This is Strictly Hip Hop. I've been doing a few NBA pods recently, so mixed up the mixed up the lingo there. But anyways, returning to the podcast is Ken of Dead End Hip Hop. You guys know him. Uh, he needs no introduction. And uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to have you back, man. This is it's been a it's been a while since you've been on the podcast. How you doing? Yeah, I'm chilling, man. It's it's been a minute. Um, you know, we just wrapped up uh, our last shoot of the year for um Data Hip Hop and the um Is the Mic Still on podcast. So we're pretty much done for the year. We may get together and do the Eminem uh review next week, but I know B is going out of town on the twentieth, so that may be pushing it a little bit, but uh we'll see. Yeah, man. I, I'd be I'd be really interested to see um you guys think you guys think you're going to review it at some point? It's just a question of when, or or is it an if? We are um, going to review it. It's just a matter of when, right? But there's no way we can we cannot review it. Yeah. I haven't listened to any of the two singles that have been released uh, thus far, but I've heard nothing but negative things about them. So if if you start out with two bad singles, it's probably not looking up. From from there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I would agree, I would agree with that sentiment. Um, but I, I have, um, I did like the one single that I heard, um, one of the two. But yeah, um, I'm not, I'm not overly optimistic between the track list and and the two singles. I'm not overly optimistic about that. But uh, we'll find out tomorrow night because we are recording Wednesday night. It'll drop tomorrow. The album will drop tomorrow night, so we'll find out about that. But we are here to review belly's album mumble rap or actually i believe it's a mixtape so um those of you that don't know belly uh belly started in the early 2000s coming up through like the kind of canadian hip-hop scene um getting a few hits there between some um some some kind of war songs if you will and then he had a theme song that became the song of the um senators i believe I, i i don't know hockey so i'm i'm guessing here but um, he released his debut album, Revolutionary, in 2007. So, again, he was an artist that's been around for a while. Then he then he kind of followed a string of mixtapes. Um, he had some uh, collaborative hip-hop legends like DJ Drama and My Guy Corrupt. 
he signed the uh, he signed to the weekend's XO label then after and spent some time as a writer for the weekend actually got six writing credits on Beauty and the Madness um, so he actually has some Grammys to his name because of um, because of that album so uh, then he left the weekend's label in 2015 to sign with Rock Nation last year he released an EP I believe called in Zambia and um, I actually have not heard that um, so I don't know I don't know where the review was but it, it didn't it didn't go on my radar last year it kind of flew under my radar and so now we're here mumble rap um, and it's produced by um, by fellow by a friend of his longtime friend of his as well as um, Canadian producer boy Wanda so um, Ken Let's go. Let's go. Jump into a few tracks. Um, what's a track that you want to talk about? Um, well, I think for me, man, just the the first track, immigration. <clears throat> excuse me, immigration to the trap. I think that was the first one. Uh, runs what, a little under two minutes long, and you know immediately that one just hit. Like as soon as it came on, dope beats, and then it was you know from there up to him to just carry the rest with with the dope rhyme so yeah when that track hit i was like oh, okay all right we off to a really good start here and um probably one of my favorite tracks from the album but but yeah i i, I love that one and it just really kind of goes into um just what it's like from a from an immigrant grips perspective um, to like come over to America, you know, him being from Canada and all, and just, uh, kind of detailing some of the experiences that, that, um, that, you know, they have to go through and, you know, you often hear stories about immigrants and when they come over to America, how hard they work because they're just so happy to be here and away from whatever situation that they were in that they just, they just go in. So um, for me, that that track definitely stood out, and it definitely set the tone for the mis- for the mistake. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Very strong intro caught me right off the beginning. Uh, just a crazy, um, very very grimy kind of muddy beat. Um, and uh, again, he brings it. He brings he brings the dope lyrics, and um, it just starts the project off with high energy. And it really sets up for, um, you know, and we'll, we'll get into this because it's certainly not a one-dimensional project in my opinion, but this is, um, this is a good start to kind of like, this is, a, this is a good starting track to let you know that this is, this is the kind of music you're getting for this, this mixtape, sorry. So I really liked it. Again, I would also agree it's one of my favorites as well. He brought a lot of energy, like I said. Um, I enjoyed the beat. Um, I really like that part in the, in the song too, where he, where he goes, um, where he goes dirty, dirty in my cup. And then the beat, like, and then the beat just all of a sudden, like the, the, the mixing is just, it's just mud, muddied and like, it's just, it's just muffled or sorry, that's the word I'm looking for. It's just muffled mm-hmm. up and, um, it kind of is like distorted and, and it's like a nice little kick to your ear. So it's a, it's a dope song as, uh. As, as your boy FIFA would say, it definitely bumps in the whip. <laughs> um, yeah, I love, <laughs> I love that track. So um, that's a, that's a good track. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Um, and you know, I, I think, you know, for a guy like Belly, who's 
now receiving the type of um, more mainstream or recognition is always important when you drop a project to just start it off strong. And he definitely did that here. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so I want to jump into one of the first songs as well. Um, the Come Down is Real. This is another one that off the first listen stuck out, stuck out to me right away. Um, it's for sure the radio single on the record. But, you know, I'm not even mad. I love this record. Um, the sample is really dope on there. Um, and it's just a very, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a song for the females, but it's, 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 a, nice, it's a nice vibe. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a smooth track. I really like it. Um, the hook is very catchy. Um, the, the bass, it, the bass in, the, in the sound the bass it, it it's a soft it's a soft instrumental but the bass kind of knocks and give and has a nice kick to it so um it kind of it kind of gives you the best of both worlds but um but yeah i just i really enjoy this song i think um it, it's basically all about you know is it's all about females it's it's about basically you know not getting the time of day from this girl and you know and then he he has some of my favorite lines on the project you know like um you know this shit is yours. I might as well go get this dick insured. Like um, he's just very charismatic and and fun on this song. Like you can even you can even hear it in his delivery. He's kind of like you can you can hear it that he's kind of smiling and laughing as he's as he's delivering the song. So um, I thought from from a songwriting standpoint and um, and just the instrumental as as well. It was it was a great overall record. Yeah, um, I think that was it was cool. I don't think it was one that that I was uh, particularly in love with. Um, but I think when when you're a guy like Belly, I think one of the things you want to do is show diversity, and I, that's what he did um, to kind of make more of a laid back kind of you know Jonesen type of song where you know he's he's you know got the feels for you know, this female out there, so. You know, in, in in regards to that, I mean, I, I show him respect for that. And, you know, he wasn't a slouch uh, on the mic, per se. But overall, I think it just it, – I think coming off the first two tracks and then going into that, maybe that was a good placement for it. But um, to kind of break up the – I guess the, the flow and the, and the tone of the album. But for me, it wasn't one that I really, really rock with. It wasn't a bad song. It just wasn't one of the ones that kind of – stood out to me but um but yeah yeah I, w- I would agree with that that's actually a good point you brought that up as far as the flow of the album it definitely um i see why he placed it there because again kind of circling back to your to your point about the about the intro track is he is kind of garnering some a new attention and some new ears as including myself and so um, so, you know, he's kind of stacking, he's kind of stacking the deck with the first few tracks. And so I think, I think it was a good spot for him being the artist that he's in and the situation that he's in to put it as the third song, um, mm-hmm. so that, so that people could get to it right away. And this could be, cause again, this is, this is unquestionably like the, the quote unquote radio song of the, of the project. And, yep. and, and you're right though, too, with, with immigration to trap and toast, um, those are those are two very different songs from the come down is real and the come down is real in general is is different from everything on this project um do you feel uh do you feel when you're listening to it because i don't feel i don't feel like you know how when you're listening to to an album 
you could say this song's a reach or or it's out of place or it just doesn't fit the context of the album. I don't I I wouldn't necessarily call it that. It definitely stands out to me, but I don't I wouldn't say it's one that was like a reach or that was um or that was kind of a um or kind of just doesn't fit with the album. I mean, would you do you would you agree with that or how do you feel about that? No, I think it fits um the overall tone of the album i think it fits him it wasn't it didn't sound forced it's, it sounded very natural for him to make something like that um very laid back very smooth uh he, he's not a turn-up type rapper he's uh he's a guy that's kind of just sitting back just kind of talking to you and um and and for me when when i hear you know that song like um like i said it breaks up the momentum of of the record that it established with the first two tracks but it also shows that he can be a different type of rapper if need be. And for a guy, I believe he he signed to Rock Nation, or he was, yeah, if he's he if he's not now. Okay, so yeah, so for him being on Rock Nation, he needs to be able to make songs like this, and he needs to be able to make songs that people would enjoy. And I think people overall would definitely enjoy that record. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Um, I think that that that's gonna be the one that stands out, um, or one of the ones that stands out for him. So I think it was a I think it was a successful um, radio single for him. But uh, why don't you go ahead and jump into another track that you want to talk about? Yeah. So for me, the second one is is um uh, what what's it called? Uh, make a toast. Yeah. Make a yeah. Toast, make a right. toast. Yeah. 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 So so again, you know is. It, it comes right after Immigration to the Trap, which is a hard, like, intro song, a banger, kind of a, a, a trap beat. And then it goes into this one, which is which is, is similar in sound. But, again, it keeps up the momentum from the, the first track, which is all of two minutes. And then here you have more, more or less a, a full-length song. Um, and, you know, I just was like, yo, like, you, you you came in good with the first track, and now you're following up with the second track, make a toast. Like we're we're two for two right now, hmm. and um, and and that was one of the things that I like. Like it was good sound. It was definitely good good um good raps in there as well. And um and you know he was he was doing his he was doing his thing, man. And I haven't listened to a lot of Belly. Like I said, you know, and I think we were chatting earlier. You know, I, I was definitely familiar with him. Um, and I've seen him around, you know, especially when you said he's been around for, since 2007. But he's not a guy that I've act- actively paid attention to. He's probably one of those guys where I listen to their project and then I move on to something else. But um, to finally actually sit down and listen to to him, seeing that he signed to Rock Nation, you know, it was like, okay, who are you? And and trying to get an understanding also of what type of music you're going to make. So I thought the first two tracks really did a really good job of of setting the tone uh, for the record. And then one of the <laughs> one of the standout lines for me, and this one was in verse two at the end when he said, "Shout out to Pun, I'm trying to live. I lost a hundred pounds." Hmm. I thought that that was dope because you know we lost Big Pun, and we don't often in hip hop talk about being healthy and living. And, and, you know, it's often the other way, you know, I'm drinking, I'm doing drugs, I'm doing this, that, and the other. So for him to put that out there um, kind of means that puns definitely really go for, for nothing, man. 
And um, and I thought that was pretty dope for him to to put that in in the actual record. Yeah, I agree. That was one of the things I had in my notes um, for this song because um, I I I am a big pun fan as well, and I like I just uh, I I just like to kind of go off of what you said about talking the healthy lifestyle to even kind of take it a step further. Nobody specifically talks about eating healthy or like when's the last time you know like a rapper really talked about losing weight and it wasn't a reference to drugs you know what i'm saying right like, like um you know the, you don't you don't hear many rappers out here saying eat your vegetables basically and um so i thought that was a dope thing by belly but yeah i agree with you um two for two for me um dope dope song great bars i love how he changes like his tone in each verse he kind of goes from like celebratory you know let's make a toast and then each each verse kind of gets a little bit more and more towards like hungry, and then he kind of ends it with with you know you see or you hear his like why he still has his ambition, you know, and he says you know um, he even ends it with I'm doing this shit because I made a promise to myself that's real, and he just cuts the song, and so I love how he starts that he starts it off celebratory and he kind of just progresses to that and kind of shows that like you know yes I'm here. Yes, you know, I'm I'm successful. I got Grammys, but uh but I'm still hungry. You know, I'm still doing this. I'm not I haven't lost my appetite for this. And then to throw on top right. of it the big pun to kind of play on the appetite pun there, like it was it was really dope and uh and also I like how, you know, he shouts out Big L who I don't think gets enough shout outs and of course BIG. And so that was mm-hmm. um that was that was just a really dope moment. Um that was like a that was a, that was a real real East Coast moment right there between shouting out Pun Big L and Biggie in the span of you know like ten seconds it was was really dope. I enjoyed this song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dope. Yeah. All right. So I'll jump into my next song that I have, and that is um, Clean Edit. So Clean Edit is um, interesting because that's one of the songs that stood out to me because. Um, it, it, he kind of talks about the whole Grammys and the whole, um, is basically the, the whole song is addressing his status and basically a lack of respect that he feels he's getting as, as well as, um, as well as, you know, he feels he's trying to be boxed in and everything. And he's treated, you know, he's saying, you know, I have Grammys. Why are you treating me like I'm some, you know, like I'm some rookie, like I'm some no name. And, you know, I thought. I, I, I brought this up because this to me is an interesting thing with rappers. Um, and I'm sure you can attest to this. There's, there's some rappers w- that will say, you know, they don't get enough praise and, you know, truthfully to an extent, almost every rapper doesn't get the praise they deserve in some ways. Uh, you can argue, but with, with belly, I like how, I like how he did it. Like he didn't do it in a whiny way. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm sure you you've heard this out. Like how how many artists have you heard their music and you're like I'm sick and tired of hearing I don't get enough credit. You know what I'm saying? And right, yeah. And so I liked that. Um, it's a short. It's another short, quick song. Uh, very very quick, very fast hitting. Um, and his flow on there is again it's very charismatic, very personable. Um, he kind of. And that's the thing that draws me to him on a on a lot of the tracks on this album is he's very 
he's very personable and you know you can kind of feel feel what he's saying and so i i really enjoy this track um what did you think of this track yeah man i i, I did like this track a, a lot man and and being a person that discussed music you know i've been doing it for seven years now um i the intro definitely uh caught my attention you know when he was talking about uh being overly critical uh blame rap you have very original and the stereotypical you know type of stuff and you know i was like oh wow okay you got you got beef with you know people out here reviewing and then you know of course you come to find out that it was about you know that a, a performance that he gave and and how people were offended by um him rapping about drug use uh, at a so-called family-friendly event. And uh, while I understand his reaction, I think if that is indeed the case, I'm not familiar with uh, this concert, then I, I don't know, man. You, you, can't be, you can't really be upset at them being upset because you kind of ventured outside of what that concert is all about. But nevertheless, like what I, I I do like the fact that we definitely got some good lines in here. Um, it was no hook; it was just straight bars. Um, for me, the the whole only villain in com in the Comic Con stood out. Yeah. Um, when he said my lick, and the, I like that my lick is darker than the Negro Comic Con, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um, and then he was talking about how he loved uh, soccer moms over. He's traumatized. <laughs> And he just kind of went on and on, man. And I, I thought that that was just like, he really took a moment to sit down, pen the paper, and he just went in. Like, he got everything he was feeling off his chest. So um, so I thought that that was dope. So, yeah, I definitely uh, enjoyed this track a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's something you brought up and I um, forgot to do in my, fir in my first talk about the song is um, he kind of, he kind of, like, almost does play with the whole villain approach like okay you're gonna villainize me well let me play with it and then you know then you get the the soccer moms you know ovaries traumatized line and things like that um so i thought that i thought that was cool again just very um you know just very very personable on this record so that's why i enjoyed it but uh but if you're if you're ready to jump into your last track go ahead and take the lead yeah so Saving the best for last, man. Uh, come on, man. Push the T, man. Push <laughs> the T on, on Alcantara, man. I mean, gosh, to push it, push it, man. It was unfair. It was so unfair. I felt, I felt bad for Belly, and Belly can rap, man. But I felt so bad for Belly because Pusha killed it. Like he has some, and man, like when when he know, and I know you called it being a being a ba uh, basketball head, like. When he knows the vet's golden and hold his iguodaos, I was like, "Oh, yeah. that's so nice, so nice." And then it was, uh, then it was like, "I'm the best." This Floyd tree, you say yes, and I was like, "Ah, oh. so." And Floyd tree, you familiar with Floyd tree? No, I'm actually not. The, man, it's an army group over from, uh, from overseas, and um, and in the early 2000s they had this big, huge run. They had like two albums as a group, then they broke up. And that's where, and I know you're familiar with Marsha Ambrosia, she was in Floretry. Um, so, and then she kind of, they kind of broke up and then it was her and then there was a Floresis 
And then they kind of split and then went their own separate ways. Marsha Ambrosia started messing with the hip hop a little bit more. And she became, you know, like a person that sung a lot of hooks and stuff like that. Um, and she's dope. She can sing her ass off. But Say Yes was one of their most popular songs. And, you know, it was one of those uh, Quiet Storm songs. And it was huge, like everywhere. So for him to name drop Floetry, who, like, not a lot of people really would know about nowadays because they, they've kind of, you know, disappeared from uh, public conversation. And then to to drop that, the title of that song, I was like, oh, man, that's dope as hell. And then, uh, but yeah, man, he just pushed it, man. Push it just went in, man. Uh, minus the patois. <laughs> the flow is agua. Come on, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. This dude, it's not a fair. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's fair. not It's not fair whenever a pusher steps in the mic. Like I I love Push T. I'm always I'm always talking about him. Like um I've 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 had many debates with my good friend Kalo, who's been on the podcast a lot about about Pusha T. Um he's man, he's he's sick because you know he's he's giving you he's giving you the same like the same content but with different lyrics every time. And it just amazes me. Like how many times can you talk about what you talk about, you know, like without getting stale or sounding repetitive, like these pusher verses, he just always brings it. And, um, so yeah, yeah. I just like, when I first heard immigration to the trap and toast, I was like, okay, this was before I heard the come down is real. So I'm like, okay, this is I, this where this is going. I see why pushes on this. I can't wait for this collab, but you know, I'm I'm patient. So on my first listen, I'm listening to everything through in the right way in order. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then when I got to Pusha, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, Belly, and then Pusha comes on. I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, poor Belly, man. Like Pusha's just so out of this league lyrical. I mean, man, man, I love it. Um, I've been waiting on King Push forever. But that's a whole nother subject. But uh, but yeah, man, I I really glad you brought this up because this is a dope track. Always enjoy talking about Push when I can. It's a dope collab. Um, and to me, I I actually want to bounce this kind of idea off of you. Um, I was gonna save it for overall thoughts, but uh, but Belly does kind of play the kind of Pusha T drug rapper mold in a way. But uh, but again, you also see some other artists influenced. Um, he kind of like Belly, and it's funny because Belly and Pusha T kind of came up in the same era. But like to me, Belly sounds like what put what to me what I imagine Pusha would sound like coming up in this era. You know, because Belly de- certainly has a lot of the newer elements of hip hop in him. Would you would you agree with that statement, or you you see that comparison at all, or not really? Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that, and it. You could really hear it on the one with with Pusha T, and you can kind of hear the similarities between the two and and their style and and um and like I said, Belly he doesn't he's not a hyper aggressive rapper. He's real laid back, low key in the cut, and I'm gonna just give you straight bars and I'm gonna be smooth with it. Yeah, and um and and that's kind of his style and and and. Pusha is kind of like that too, and um, so yeah, I could definitely see see uh, that comparison that that you're making with them. 
Yeah, man. So I'm I'm looking forward to more collabs with them. Definitely, um, definitely hoping that you know whatever Belly's project next is. I assume it's I assume based off the success of this one that they're gearing up for his debut. And I definitely want to see a part two of him and Pusha. Even though even though Pusha won, um, I I like I like these two together. Um, I think that these two are are a great are a great collab, and I'm looking forward to more of them. But um. I'm going to jump into my last track that I want to talk about, and this is Lullaby. So this one is the one that stands out to me, um, not the most outside of Come, probably the most outside of Come Down is Real, too. Um, Lullaby stands out to me the most because it's a, just a very dark, um, and, and, a, and a lot of this album has some darker elements to it, but this is a very dark song, um, and very introspective, um, you know, talking about problems with this girl with his mom all these all these sorts of things and um i really i really enjoyed this record um it was a great is a great instrumental um he again he wrote to it very well and i thought and i and i thought that he delivered um i could i i could feel i could feel where he was coming from when when he delivered like he he delivered his his vocal inflections and, and the way he delivered his verse made you made you feel the instrumental that much more. So I thought his his flow choice, everything that he did about this song, really brought out the max in it. So it's one of it's one of my personal favorites. Um, it's it's a great listen and it's and it's one that as someone who doesn't know Belly really, um, like myself, this is the first project I've listened to from Belly, and um, I heard him one time in a DJ Khaled song outside of that so i i had almost no you know understanding of belly coming into this project this was the one this was one of the songs that really gave me a good a good look into belly um who he is as an artist and a person and so i enjoyed this one um this one was one that always stands out to me uh whenever i listen to the album in its entirety Yeah, I thought this uh, song was really, really dope, man. Um, like you said, really, really dark. And I like how the song is really grim and dark with a title like Lullaby. <laughs> like, yeah. You don't, you know, you, you, you see that title and um, and then you hear what he's talking about. It's like, oh, wow, okay. Um, what One of the things, one of the lines that stood out to me on, on this one where, um, you know, he was talking about the the house that that he bought. So I bought my dream house, but I've been having nightmares in it. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that line just just stood out to me. And again, it's another song with with no hook. It's just him just rapping straight. And it was another song where, you know, I thought you could really um, hear like his his talent and and his ability to kind of rap and be lyrical and um really kind of paint pictures and tell a story and and that was one of the things that i liked about this track and it was um it was definitely a a, a dope song yeah i'm glad you brought that up because that was another one of the bars that stood out to me as one of my favorites on 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 not only this song but on the album as well um and i just i just love um how even how he ends it too he ends it so deep you know saying sometimes i wish i was up there with chinks you wouldn't you wouldn't even care if I died. So I wrote this for the tears that you'll never cry. It's like, damn, man, yeah. yeah. And, and and then yeah, he powerful. and then he ends it by saying lullaby. 
you know, which again, like you talked about, it's a total contradiction of of the song topic. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was a it was a really standout. Um, it's definitely one again from from a new to belly perspective. I thought it was great. It was it was one that really allowed me to to kind of to kind of buy into belly the artist and belly the person even more. So I enjoy this. Um, I enjoy this, and it's definitely one of the standouts for me. Um, if you're ready, we can uh, jump into overall ratings and thoughts. So, um, what do you, what are you feeling out of a ten for this album? Um, so it was short, thirty three minutes. I like that. Yeah. Um, overall, I thought the songs were were um, were good. Definitely uh, love the standout tracks. So let me see. You know, we don't do ratings, so I'm trying to think of what would be a good one for him. Uh, maybe a seven, you know, and I think I'll choose that because um, it's definitely something that I, I would recommend to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know that it might not be for everybody, so I'll be a little bit selective with people on, on who I present it to. But if somebody hit me and be like, yo, man, uh, what's something – dope that I may not have listened to or uh, this year um, or somebody new that I need to check out. And Belly may come to mind of, of the strength of, of mumble rap. So I, I, I like, um, so I think seven is, is fair. I think seven is a good number where you can say, Hey, you may like this, you may not, but I think it's at least worth a listen. Mm-hmm. So um, is it overall thoughts too? Yeah. 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 Just over anything overall thoughts about the album. Okay. Okay. Mixtape. All right. Um, overall, I, I think for, with, with, with belly, man, um, I think he definitely showed, uh, his ability to tell a story. Um, you know, he, he can definitely rap, uh, which was, uh, enjoyable considering, you know, some of the, the music that we got this year. And, um, and I, and I kind of like what he did with the title mumble rap because it has a negative connotation to it. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like he's he's trying to reclaim the word um, and basically highlight that, you know, when you see mumble rap, you're going to think one thing. But when you put this on, you're going to get something completely different. You're going to hit somebody that's actually rapping and, and spitting real bars versus the the stuff that is associated with it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like he's trying to reclaim that and kind of repurpose it for, for something else. And um, and I thought that that was really interesting because when people like I think there were a couple of people that asked us about it, and immediately some of the reaction was like, "Oh man, you know, mumble rap, whatever, whatever." And then and then some of the comment comments to that would be like, "Yeah, it's not what you think," mm-hmm. and I think that's exactly what he was going for. And, um, and I get it. I, I understand, um, you know, why he did that, but what he's doing is in mumble rap yeah. and that's the distinction that I draw. So draw from him because you can't try to reclaim it because a lot of people that's doing that style of rap won't do this. So you just got one album that's out, that's taking advantage of a, of a, um, a search friendly term right now and you put out an album with it. So overall, I think belly has a future because, you know, he can, as we saw with the come down is real too. He can make, 
you know, soft radio friendly songs. And then he can also jump on a track with Pusha T and, you know, and I guess hold his on. But then he, he can also uh, give you some storytelling and um, and um, and and really paint pictures with his words. So. So, yeah. So shout out to Belly, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so, Ken, when I texted you first saying, you know, check out Mumble Rap, what was what was your initial what was your initial reaction when you when you seen that I was recommending you an album called Mumble Rap? Like, well, see the thing, see, but see, I already knew what it was about. Oh, okay, and that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So now, my first reaction when I saw the title before I found out that it wasn't what it seemed was like, oh man, really? So you, <laughs> you guys are just gonna just take this and run with it? So there was an immediate, an immediate like, you know, harsh reaction to it. Yeah. But you know, as with anything, you got to do your research and. And when you find out the truth, like, oh, okay, cool. And then when I found out that that's what he was doing, I was like, okay, well, now I'm not interested in it because you, you've been a little gimmicky here. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I'm glad I did. And, you know, and that's why I, I wanted to do this one because I wanted to do something that, like, I probably wouldn't have listened to this album until sometime next year. So, um, so yeah, that's why I wanted to kind of, uh, that's why I, I picked this one. So it kind of forced me to go listen to it and give me a chance to talk about something different. Yeah, and that's dope. Um, I'm I'm agreeing with you pretty much all the way through. I got a 7.5 out of 10. Um, I love uh, what you said as far as the, the length. The length to me is perfect. Um, a lot of songs, there are, I don't think a single song is five minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I know most of them are in the two to four range. And so um, they're all nice and sweet. And um, like you said, some of them don't even feature hooks, which is which is refreshing, honestly, from from an art from a listener like me, you know. And and nowadays, when a lot of artists are relying on the hooks to save them, it's it's nice that Belly can, you know, not even have a hook and still deliver a dope song. So um, I enjoyed, like you said, his lyrical performance on this whole project. Um, he, he's got great songwriting to me to me he always picks a perfect flow to match the instrumental um uh, and i kind of talked about this earlier he fluctuates from being charismatic in songs like the come down is real to kind of grimy on tracks like Im- immigration to the trap and then he goes introspective on track and storytelling on tracks like lullaby so his versatility impresses me a l- impressed me a lot on this album um the production, I wouldn't call it like standout or adventurous or grand or flashy by any means. Um, it's kind of, in fact, grimy. But I still thoroughly enjoy all the instrumentals on here uh, very well. And again, with the with the whole, um, you see a lot of his influences. I do see a lot of Push T. I do see a lot of Drake. I do see a lot of Weekend, who we wrote for uh, for a few years. So I see a lot of a lot of that in his in his style. And so to me, he's he's awesome because he's kind of in a pocket. He's he's kind of delivered uh, a a pocket that I don't think many artists fall under, where they can get on a song with Pusha T and still and still make a song because there are songs on here that I think would please the quote unquote mumble rap fans, you know. And um, so I I I think I think that it's dope that Belly can hop on a track with Pusha T and do a song that a mumble rapper fan would like, quote unquote. So um yeah, I think it was I think it's very interesting and I love the album. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't even think about him being able to actually do mumble rap. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll toss it to you, man. Any uh, any final any final words on the project? Um, no, 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 no. This is like I said, my first time actively listening to to Belly, and um, and I'm interested to see where he takes this in terms of his career um, and what he does next, not necessarily the music, but more or less his career being signed to rock nation, because like you mentioned, like he doesn't do anything exceptionally well. So how are you going to stand out among the competition that's out there now? So what's going to be your lane? What's going to be your selling point? Um, with your next project and with you overall. So, um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how all this play out. Right. Yeah. He seems kind of like a, almost like a niche rapper in a sense. Um, and so, so it's going to be interesting to see just how, you know, far and how much he can progress on, on a, on a different project. I definitely think that he can get some better instrumentation and we'll see if he get what he does with that. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Sorry, looking forward to with him. But um, thank you, Ken, for coming on. I enjoyed having you on the podcast once again. Uh, why don't you go ahead and plug? Uh, you can find all their content on Dead End Hip Hop, but I'll let you, you know, promote everything because you got far more than Dead End Hip Hop. So go ahead, take the floor. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, just go to Google Dead End Hip Hop, or you can just go to the website deadandhiphop.com. And you'll find all of our stuff there. It may be easier. Uh, but, yeah, we do videos. So we're on YouTube. Um, and, you know, all the socials are Dead and Hip Hop as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and, of course, then there's Dead and Sports. Uh, the same. Go to deadandsports.com. And you can find our, our content there. Uh, the handles are all the same on social media as well. And then that's the sports show. And then there's the uh, the podcast. Is the mic still on? Uh, that one doesn't have. There's no website for that one. So, uh, but yeah, just go to your favorite podcast app. Type in "Is the mic still on?" Look for the emojis and the microphone and, and hit that. And uh, and check us out, man. It's definitely a a, a different show than what's out. Uh, today, but it definitely has that dead end feel, where it's just a bunch of people sitting around talking, yelling at each other, and laughing with each other. So it's pretty interesting. So uh, and and uh, you can find all the socials uh, is the same. Is the mic still on on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? All right, all right, and you can find all of my content on my Twitter, which is at real Chris Platty, C H R I S P L A T T E. If you don't know how to spell real, don't follow. Just kidding. If you're listening for Dead End Hip Hop, that's the catchphrase. Please follow. Um, you can find all my content. I have an NBA podcast, which I messed up by saying the, the name of it, Strictly Hoop Talk, in the beginning. Um, that is uh, intertwined with the, with this hip-hop feed. So on the same feed, um, you can find NBA. And I talk to former NBA players, uh, You know, people that cover teams around the league. Uh, just, just a very good, uh, very fun NBA basketball podcast. Love doing it. Um, Ken, I got to get you on there. I don't think I, I don't think actually no. You were on the free agency pod, weren't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, you were over in the summer. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so yeah, that's a great pod. So check that out if you're a hoops fan. 
Definitely. Um, as far as the Strictly Hip Hop, this is your first time listening. Uh, I want to thank you. I appreciate it. Um, there is there's a lot more. I don't just do album reviews. I do everything as far as conversational pieces, um, kind of kind of think pieces, if you will. Um, I do. Um, I talk to local artists around my area and across the country. I just had a dope interview with a dude who opened for Jay Z and Eminem and Kendrick, and so he he had some very very interesting stories. Um, it was a Drew Parks interview, so look that up if you haven't found, uh, listened to that one yet. That one's a good one. And I got some more stuff coming. Um, I'm getting ready to gear up with my end of the year list. Um, I'll do my top 100 favorite songs of the year. Uh, as far as hip hop goes, and I will also be doing my top 25 hip hop albums of the year. So I'm working on both those lists and hoping to get you to the, hoping to get those to you either before Christmas or before New Year. So definitely in that in that time frame within the next week or two. So stay tuned for that, as well as the big end of the year podcast that I always do with Chris and Kalo. They are coming back for that. Uh, that's going to be fun. That's that's always one of the big podcasts that I do this year. So that's what's coming for Strictly Hip Hop. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and stay tuned for more.